Hosting for Your Tech Life, proudly provided by Web Central. Everything technology, from computers to mobile phones, TVs and the internet. Information you want, want all the help you need. Your Tech Life with Trevor Long. Well, my goodness. I am recording this on Tuesday night as I normally do. And uh, apologies for missing last week. Uh, my voice isn't perfect right now, but geez, it's a lot better than it was last week. Uh, I could barely talk, and it was um, a bit of a punish to even get through um, the 200th episode of Two Blokes Talking Tech with Stephen Fennick last Wednesday night, but I needed to give the voice a rest, and I gave up on most of my commitments last week just so that I could give it the recovery that I needed for tonight, and um, wow, it's, uh, it's 10 past nine on Tuesday, not for you, but for me, and I've just had this experience where I realise how awesome social media is. See, I'm sitting here... Uh, my family is all fast asleep. I'm down here in the studio and it's quiet. I've got the TV on, but on a different channel. I was watching Rusty and the boys on inside V8 supercars while I, in between recording and calls and different things and preparation. But Twitter's always open for me. And there it was, basically a reminder that, that the cricket was going on, but a few tweets saying how close it was. And I went, hang on a minute, flicked it on, and I watched the last three overs of the New Zealand-South Africa match and... Geez, I'm glad I did. And I wouldn't have done that if it wasn't for Twitter. Just another cool thing about social media. And then the great thing is you get to express yourself and say, wow, what a game or whatever. And people respond, they retweet, they favorite because I now feel like I enjoyed that with several hundred people, if not thousands. And that's really cool. Anyway, if you're not on Twitter, these are the moments where Twitter shines in my view. It's a, it's a great tool for live uh, sports and television events, and Twitter knows that. That's why they're pushing it that way. And um, and it's it's just a great tool and, and a great lot of fun. So if you're uh, if you're half interested, sign up. Just open the app, sign up. It's very easy to do. Doesn't cost you anything. Uh, lots to talk about this week, having missed last week. But um, yeah, literally just bunch to talk about. I, I do have a couple of calls. I'll try and get to at least one of them this week. And and if you've got a question about technology, problem with technology, you just want to have a chat about anything technology, you've got to jump on the email or the phone, and you've got to get in touch because otherwise I don't have anyone to talk to. Uh, jump on the website eftm.com.au or yourtechlife.com and uh, send me an email. Let me know what's happening in your world and let's have a chat about it. All thanks to the good people at Garmin, Garmin Satellite Navigation, GPS Technology. Love every bit of what they do and uh, proud supporters, and they bring you Your Tech Life because without them I probably wouldn't do it. No, I mean, I'd try but maybe not so regularly. I don't know. Uh, great to have their support as always and lots of things to talk about. Streaming, mobile data, gaming, spying, set-top boxes, you name it. We've got it to talk about because this is Your Tech Life. Your Tech Life with Trevor Long. Well, today there's a lot of news about it, but I kind of have to start with Netflix. Now, right at this very moment, there is hundreds of socialites and media people at a gala event at, I think it's the Museum of Contemporary Art, with the CEO of Netflix launching and announcing Netflix in Australia. I'm not there because I'm dedicated to you. You, my listeners, you, my audience, because also you're a good out for me. I don't have to go to events on Tuesday nights because I'm here to record for you. I'm not a big social person, so not very much into getting dressed up and going to chat and drink uh, about something that I'm already aware of. So, Good to be here and chatting about it, but gee, what a big day for Netflix. So Netflix has been around for a very long time. 
uh, overseas. It's uh, it started as a DVD delivery service and then uh, morphed and pivoted, as they say in the startup world, into a streaming media service, and a very good one at that. In in America, sometimes they say thirty percent of peak internet traffic is Netflix. Thirty percent of the traffic of the cars on the internet road, if you like, uh, are people streaming bits and pieces of Netflix content. Um, and up until today, the only way you could watch that in Australia is to have a, a virtual private network set up or change DNS settings on your computer uh, and and access it that way. Now, while that sounds to some people like an easy thing, I believe for 90% of the population, that's just a bridge too far. And even me, I just couldn't be asked trying to change settings on my computer and stuff just for that one service. So... I never did it. I did it. Sorry, I did do it once um, uh, two years ago when House of Cards first came out. And then last year, I didn't need to because Foxtel had it all when I needed it. This year, I was deprived of that because Netflix didn't sell the rights to Foxtel, obviously, because they were launching and they delayed their launch a couple of weeks after House of Cards started. So we now have a genuine battle on our hands. Stan, Presto, Netflix, these streaming media services are now live. They are now available for you to try for 30 days for free. And yes, you need to give your credit card before you can get into them. What I recommend you do is sign up and put a note in your diary in 28 days from now to delete your account if you don't want it. Uh, Otherwise, they'll just charge you the money every month. Uh, They're all good services. Um, Stan, as I've said before, $10. Presto, $9.99 or $14.99 if you want both TV and movies. That, in the end, is the biggest problem with Presto. You have to pay... More to get the full package. Stan is TV and movies all put together. Netflix is TV and movies all put together. Netflix starts at $8.99. Now, the reason they can charge just $8.99 is because they're an American company not setting up an Australian entity. They're not charging GST. So they're basically 80-odd cents better off because of that. So they're essentially cheaper because of the GST. But here's the catch, right? It's a critical thing. You need to know what you're getting with these services. So with Netflix at $8.99, you're allowed to watch it on one device, one screen. So you can be watching it in the lounge room, but the kids can't be watching it in another room. You're only allowed to watch standard definition content. If you want high definition content, you pay $11.99, and I think you get to access it on uh, two screens. And then if you pay $14.99, you get four screens and you get ultra high definition content where it's available. With Stan, it's 10 bucks, HD, SD, whatever you like, and you can watch it on three simultaneous screens and up to six devices. And on Presto, they have, uh, I think it's two or four simultaneous streams, uh, multiple devices, but they don't have HD available. But again, there's no higher price to pay. So Netflix has this tiered model where they try to get an extra few dollars a, a month out of you. And remember, if they have 100,000 customers in Australia and they all opt for the extra five bucks, that's an extra half a million a month. That's good money. So they'll they'll do very well because they are Netflix. They're a big, huge brand. But actually, are they better? Now, if you want House of Cards you must subscribe to Netflix. If you want Better Call Saul, you must subscribe to Stan. If you want, say, every single season of Entourage, you must subscribe to Presto. It's all about the content. So 
It is basically like the TV channels. Now, think of it this way. You had five free-to-air TV channels, 7, 9, 10, ABC, and SBS. If Summer Heights High was on every channel, well, you'd watch the block and then Summer Heights High. You'd never switch to the ABC. Summer Heights High is available on all three services, and you will find there is some content available on all three services. But the content that you really want, the the new programs, the exciting programs, the, the commissioned programs from these companies will only be available on those services. So what I think will happen is people will subscribe to certainly one, maybe two of these services. But I think people will bitch and moan essentially about the content availability because Netflix is nowhere near as good in Australia as it is in the States uh, because they don't have the same amount of content. Uh, Stan has exclusive content. Presto has exclusive. They've all got their, their content offerings. You've got to choose which one you like most in terms of content. That's what it comes down to. Now, a lot of comments today about, you know, the, well, this is going to screw Foxtel. Foxtel's in trouble. Foxtel's business model is over. No, this has got nothing to do with Foxtel. The only impact I believe there'll be on Foxtel is people may reassess their package and go, you know what? Do we need those lifestyle channels? Do we need those doco channels? Um, for example, Louis Thoreau I saw on maybe Presto, and I could watch all of the Louis Thoreau series. Excellent. I'm in that. So I'd have a look at all the docos and go, maybe I should just pay 10 bucks a month for Presto or Stan or Netflix and remove one package from my Foxtel and save myself 25 bucks. But I don't believe for a second that people in droves are going to be cancelling their Foxtel subscriptions. Because you remember, Foxtel changed their pricing dramatically. It's now 25 bucks to start, but it can go, I'm still paying a hundred odd dollars because I'm getting an extra box. I'm in HD. I've got extra packages. Um, people will still spend the bucks. I just don't think people are going to walk away from Foxtel because Netflix has launched. Anyone that thinks that, honestly, deluded. Deluded. That's my opinion. Um, but I'd be happy to open that to you. What do you think? Uh, jump on the email. Go to the website, eftm.com.au, uh, yourtechlife.com. Let me know what you think. I, I want to have a chat about this. I want to hear from you. I want to see... This is going to sound crazy, but I don't think the general tech media is representing the real people. You know, and I've got definitely there's listeners to me. Um, you know, Paul Murray, uh, who's a great mate of mine, he's very big on his tech, knows how to VPN, knows how to do all that sort of stuff. Probably sign up to Netflix, but mums, dads, and grandparents out there, you know, are, are they really changing their VPN settings? Are they doing all that kind of thing? I want to know what you're doing. I want to know how you consume media i want to know whether 10 bucks a month is affordable or whether you don't care whether you buy all three rather than ever having foxtel well it's a very interesting future here i don't think this is a fight to the death i think this is just a fight for domination i think they'll all maintain quite a good market for some time but i don't think any of them will be crushed or go into uh, you know have to go out of business because of another a very interesting times ahead i'm i'm really excited about it um if you want to, you can pay attention. I think uh, Wednesday night on a current affair, we've, we're going to sit down and look at all of them uh, and try and make some sense of it. So that'll be, you know, instead of me gibbering on for 15 minutes, you'll, you'll be able to see it all in five. Plus on the website, eftm.com.au, there's a bunch of info um, about uh, my thoughts and, and where it all sits and how it all works uh, when it comes to Stan, Presto, Foxtel, and don't forget Fetch. Easy flicks, quick flicks. There's a bunch of them out there. So it's not as easy as just uh, 
as just dismissing one or two. There's a lot going on in this world of media and uh, content consumption. Love to hear what you think and love to hear what you're doing at home with your um, content consumption, TV and movies and the like. Now, I got a lot of emails this week from people who uh, saw the uh, info, the segment I did uh, with Lisa and Carl on the Today Show about devices that spy on you. Now, we talked uh, a couple of months ago, maybe a month ago, about the Samsung TVs and how they were listening to you. They could overhear your personal conversations. And, um, and at the same time, they were sending that information to the internet. Now, we took that opportunity to say, right, so what are all these things doing? And I thought it was a good reminder. Now, I've put all this information up on the website eftm.com.au, where to find this information, how to unsubscribe. It's all there. Uh, The gist, though, um, let's break it down into three areas. Your mobile phone, it's tracking you. (laughs) Unless you explicitly have said no. And to their credit, I've just been setting up the new HTC uh, One M9. And to their credit, Google really does make it very clear to you when you you need and unsubscribe for location services. So I I was quite impressed by that. Uh, But... The other thing is the um, you, you've got to go into it to, to turn it off. Now, the, the most amazing thing you can do, if you've got an Android phone and a Gmail account, you have to go to maps.google.com.au forward slash location history, one word, location history. It will show you a map of everywhere you've been for the last seven days or 30 days, and you can pick any date in time. It's a little bit freaky. So I've got a map on the website that shows that I went into the Riverina and I can see where I visited my family in Wagga and Narandra and Griffith and Young. And then I can see that I went to Melbourne in that period as well. It's pretty scary, but it's only information that I can access. Now, Google has that information kind of uh, not anonymized because they know it's me, but they use it to target advertising. They use it to target services and they also use it for, for apps. The other, the other one, and people don't know this often too, the Apple iPhone is doing the exact same thing. If you go, and this is deep, right? This is very deep and it's all on the website. If you go settings, privacy, location services, system services, frequent location, you'll see your top five locations. Now, for me, it shows the suburb I live in, a couple of suburbs I've visited, a suburb I've worked in, and then it just says elsewhere. And I'm going to click on that. It shows me the places internationally I've been. It literally is a list of places I've been. Now, I'll tell you why, and you could say, well, that's fine, don't worry about this, you know, I'll turn it off. But I'll tell you why it's cool and why it's a good service. Have you, uh, about a year ago, we moved house. We, we bought a, a new house, and while we were renovating for a couple of months, we stayed with the outlaws. The outlaws live in a different suburb altogether. Now, I went to work every day, came home every day to the outlaws, place no drums. But after a while, on my iPhone, on the, the homepage, the Today page, as they call it, it was saying, it'll take you 35 minutes to get to the suburb. And the suburb was not my suburb. It was where the outlaws live. So it learnt that every day I was going back there and it started just telling me at the end of the day it was going to take me how long to get there instead of home. It's smart. And that's a good thing. So you've basically got a balance and a decision to make in your mind. Do I want this big brother overbearing thing knowing this about me to help me and give me better information? I just want to turn it off. And if you want to turn it off, just turn it off. And the main one to turn off is that location history or the frequent locations. It's available on both Android and iOS to do. Now, browsing the web, 
is a whole other world. This is just as freaky. If you go to google.com.au forward slash settings, and I think if you look for ads there, or you go forward slash u forward slash zero forward slash ads, but all the info is on the website, eftm.com.au. Uh, if you go there, it'll show you a profile. Now, my Google profile is very, very spooky. Google reckons I'm a male. Tick. Google reckons I'm aged between 35 and 44. Tick. Google thinks I speak English. Tick. Google thinks I'm interested in advertising, marketing, air travel, arts, entertainment, audio equipment, autos, vehicles, baby care, business, cable and satellite providers, computer electronics, consumer electronics. I mean, that's pretty freaky. And they do that because of where I visit on the web and not just what I search for. Because when you go to a website, if it's got advertisements on that website, those advertisements are probably served by Google. So Google knows you are on that site. You can opt out of all this on the website. Very easy to do. But then you'll get, you won't get targeted advertising. Targeted advertising is good because it means you don't get ads for feminine hygiene products when you're a bloke. It means that if you like remote control cars and searching for them, you'll get ads for those things. So, again, it's that balance. What do you want them to know? And not so much want them to know. Now, the last one was TVs. Now, again, if you're, if you're worried about your Samsung TV, it's very easy to fix. You go menu, settings, smart features, and voice recognition, and you turn it off. For an Android smart TV, you just go into location services in your Google account and you turn it off. <clears throat> so it's all very, very easy to do. You've just got to dig a bit deeper than you normally would. All of that is happening on your devices. All of it's happening for a reason. It is not the government. It is not the Koreans. It is not the NSA. And even if they were, do you think they're actually give a damn what you're doing? And if you do give a damn what they're doing... I'd be getting something other than a smartphone because you, you can be tracked and you will be tracked. I've got nothing to hide. And I know people who are big into metadata and privacy say, people shouldn't say I've got nothing to hide. I've got nothing to hide. I've got, <laughs> got nothing to hide. So good luck. If you want to read my emails, bring it on. Uh, it's all fun and games on the interwebs. Uh, you can read more about that at eftm.com. And we do it all thanks to the good people at Garmin, Garmin Satellite Navigation GPS Technology. Now, I had a look on the Garmin website today. The Garmin Dash Cam 20 is uh, on the website, uh, processing time, five-day week, so it looks like it's coming very soon. This is a reliable, easy-to-use HD driving recorder with GPS. Um, standalone driving recorder, 2.3-inch display, snapshot snapshot feature allows you to take still images, even remove from the vehicle to capture collision damage. Uh, integrated microphone records the sounds inside the vehicle. And an incident detection sensor, basically like a gyroscope, an accelerometer, it feels when there's a, been a radical movement of the vehicle, uh, will automatically save footage of collisions and incidents. So it's recording in, uh, in either 1080p or 720 or even lower. Uh, it, it has a four gig memory card with it, or you can have up to 32 gig in there as well. You can play it back on the screen. It's your eyewitness that never blinks. Uh, you can check it out. The Garmin Dashcam HD driving recorder is available to check out at garmin.com.au. 
Now, one of the other things I didn't get to tell you about, I did mention on Two Blokes Talking Tech, so I apologise for the uh, repetition, but I mean, you don't care too much, do you? Uh, if you do, then maybe just listen to this. No, I'm not joking. Um, I had a lot of fun with the D-Link portable TV. Now, I said to Stephen last week, the worst thing about this product is it's so small, I've lost it. Honestly. I think it's somewhere in this room, but we may not find it until... Um, I'm buried, and they start going through my stuff. It's the size of a 10-cent piece. It is an Android TV tuner. I plugged it into a Sony Sony tablet and a, and a Samsung smartphone, and both of them running Android, and immediately, after downloading an app, I was watching free-to-air television. So on the train, watch free-to-air TV. You don't have to stream content. don't even need an internet connection. Free-to-air TV, you can record it as well. My biggest problem is I haven't been able to play the recordings back. But for 50 bucks, perfect. Take it to the park, watch the cricket. 50 bucks, D-Link, portable TV receiver. It's called the DSM T100. Um, full details of that are on the website, eftm.com.au. It's bloody tiny. So cool. EPG there as well. Comes a little loop antenna, which will give you coverage in good coverage areas. Won't work on the outskirts uh, of, of t- digital TV areas, but very much worth a look. The D-Link, portable TV receiver. Check it out at eftm.com.au. Talking technology without the jargon. Your Tech tech Life with Trevor Long. And thank you for listening. Thank you for downloading. You can get me on the interwebs at eftm.com.au. Go to the website, send me an email, or you can call 1-800-157-157. G'day, Christina. Hi, Trevor. How are you? Very well. What can I do for you? Um, I want to buy an Apple Watch. Mm. Uh, I know they're going to cost $500 in Australia, but I'm just confused as to why... They're $349 in the US, and when you convert that to Aussie dollars, it's only about $450. $450. And the same for the Apple TV. The yeah. prices are not comparable. That's correct, because in the United States, they don't put the GST on the price. So the sales tax in the United States brings it very, very close. In fact, How easy is that? Uh, isn't it? <laughs> Simple you know? is that? <laughs> but the reason I think it's a critical thing to talk about is because lots of people think that. It's a very common question, should I buy an iPad or an Apple Watch, whatever it is, when I go to America? The fact is, yes. you're probably better off buying it here, even if it's a couple of dollars saved, because... You can get it set up here. You know, you've got. It's just. I agree. Yeah, better way to go. Now, the the thing is, I'm understanding from from people I'm talking to that the Apple Watch goes on sale on the 24th. If you want one, but I can see it on the 10th. Hey. I can have a demonstration and a try-on on the 10th, That's and I cor- shall be looking to make my appointment at midnight. That's <laughs> correct. So, what have you called the Apple Store? Have you? No, but I've done the research, and yeah. I've actually I did bring the Apple Store. I did, mm-hmm. yes. And what do they say? 
Well, they just said that you can't make any appointments until Mm. the 10th. So that's exactly what I'm hearing, is that on the 10th, you can pre-order on the internet. And to be honest, um, if you want one fast, the absolute best way to be one of the first people in the world to have one is to buy (laughs) it on the internet the minute it's available. Now, don't wait up until the 10th midnight because it'll be American 10th. Oh, okay. Yes, I'll keep that in mind. The only thing is that I would really like to try it on before I um, commit myself. That's fine. I I don't disagree with you. I think there's probably 50% of people who will just buy it and the others will want to see it and feel the different bands. I'm not sure yet if on the 10th Mm. they're going to have try-ons or just look-ats. No, well, that was my understanding, and I do a lot of research and reading, mm. and they said they'll be 15-minute appointments uh-huh. and that you'll be able to make those appointments online mm-hmm. at midnight, right. uh, like for, on the 10th, which I would have thought you know, that would be relevant to Australia because that's what they're saying on the Apple Store, US, uh, Australian Apple Store. Yeah, yeah. all I know is that, yeah. and that, that could be the case in terms of the appointments, in terms of buying, uh, nearly, oh, yeah, yeah. nearly every time that I've seen online purchasing with Apple – it's been um, very clear that it all happens globally at the same time. Yeah, um, okay. So, I'll, hey. I'll I, keep it in mind. Get some TV shows lined up. You know, get get up at midnight, but uh, I wouldn't um, <laughs> wouldn't set your clock <laughs> or right. Or stay up till midnight, yeah, as exactly. I usually do. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> but um, what, what, what appeals to you about the watch, can I ask? Well, look, I was always going to buy one because I am a geek too, and mm-hmm. I love all the stuff, and they laugh at me because I'm in my late 60s and I still love it all. But then I thought I wouldn't. It was a lot of money. But then the thing that appealed to me was that when I'm at home and I walk out to the line or I'm in another room and the phone rings, the one thing I don't like about the iPhone is that all you get is a visual a visual notification. Mm, it doesn't mm. keep sort of letting me know. And I thought if I had the watch on, that would let me know that the phone has rung or I have a message yep. so that I don't have to be looking at it all the time when I walk back in to see if anybody's rung. You know, not that I care, but no. it, sometimes it's work, you know, and um, I still do a bit of uh, bookkeeping work and I can kick myself for not knowing that sales tax because I do buses and so I know about GST and yeah. <laughs> I didn't even think about it. And tax. what's really cool, and this will be the fun thing to test, is um, I understand you can pair a Bluetooth earpiece with it. So you could be out on the line with a Bluetooth earpiece on, the phone rings, the phone's <laughs> inside. You can answer the phone on your wrist and use your Bluetooth. Well, you can actually talk to the talk to your watch, but I think that would look silly. But you could talk to, through your Bluetooth earpiece. And that, that, I yes, mean, I was going to ask you if you could actually speak via the watch. I, I believe you can. Actually... I believe you yep. can. Yeah. So okay. well, these are all so the so things we get to please test. Please ask you another question yes, about hit me. the Apple TV. Yeah, go for I it. I do have an... I have an Apple TV. It was yep. one my son gave me, so it's a few years old. Mm. And I did read once that one of the rumours was going to be another Apple TV would have a wireless connection so that you didn't need a Wi-Fi in the room you were in. Like, if I took it away, could I pair, Could I access the Apple TV plugged into a television somewhere else that didn't have Wi-Fi? Did they ever bring that in? No. The Apple TV no. is essentially a very smart, dumb box. It is. <laughs> it has no content on it. it. It entirely is basically a front end to the internet. And yeah, well, it, that's what I wanted, just to be able to stream from the iPad to the, to the TV via right. the Apple TV. Okay, so what but you want to do. there's not a Wi-Fi in when we go away, say, you know, up to on holidays up mm, north. Mm. There's no Wi-Fi in the so room. So you know what you buy? So, 
you go and get a uh, a wireless hotspot. So let's say one of those Telstra, Optus, or Vodafone little wireless hotspots. They're they're little. Um, they're about the size of the palm of your hand, and they have a yeah, yeah, SIM card in them. But and if they, I have the iPhone hmm. and I use no, the it needs a wireless hotspot. network. So it needs Sorry? it it needs an actual wireless network. So oh, okay. So the wireless hotspot would would actually create a wireless network, okay. and it would fool the Apple TV and the phone into thinking you're in a normal home environment and it would communicate via that hotspot. And you could test oh, it at I'm home. Oh, I'm going to get one. Yeah, I'm going to get one. I'll go and sit around and have a look when I get off the phone. Yeah, what exactly you do is you go and get one, you turn off your router at home and you, you set it up at home, make sure it works, and then off on yeah, holidays, of course, off you yeah. go. And the great thing is get a prepaid one so that it works, but you only top up the data when you need it. So you're not constantly every month paying 40 bucks. Just top it up when you go on holidays. So does that use your data just being connected to a Wi-Fi if you're not actually downloading via the net? Does it still use data? Well, if you were, let's say you had the hotspot turned on, it was a Wi-Fi network, the Apple TV was connected to it, and your phone was connected to that Wi-Fi network, and you were just looking at photos on your iPhone and putting them onto the TV, then there'd be no mm-hmm. internet usage because you're just sending uh, a photo yes. from your phone to the TV via the hotspot. But as soon as you say to the Apple TV you want to watch a movie or a TV show or whatever it is, then... No, but I'm talking about movies that I have already on your phone onto my phone. Yep, totally. No, no internet use at all. Right. Great. Terrific. Easy done. Thank you. All right. Well, good luck. A couple of questions. All in one I go. look Thank forward to so hearing. Much. I look forward to hearing what you think of the Apple Watch. You can be the first person to tell me, okay? Because I probably won't see it as quickly as you will. Okay. I've already actually. You know what? People might be interested to know. I've already been online, and there's a website um, that I can order an aftermarket watch band mm. that's all my favourite pastel colours for um, fifty bucks. Wow, that's pretty cool. Lots so, of accessories uh, going to come yeah. out over the next year or so. I know, I know. Anyway, I shall let you know the outcome. All right, good on you, and thanks for getting in touch. Thanks, Trevor. Bye. Thank you. And you can get in touch as well. Just go to the website, eftm.com.au. So, a little little Aussie company, Amazim. They're actually quite a big company. 2010, I remember their launch. Uh, I remember uh, we... First story we did uh, on them was on a current affair, and they, they did quite well out of that. They they launched uh, with these great little minute by minute and text by text plans, and then they went into unlimited plans. Pretty good value on the Optus network, and I tell you what, they've done bloody well. Seven hundred thousand customers, right? That's not bad, <laughs> you know. Um, I mean, you think about the turnover of a business with seven hundred thousand customers. Um, you know, even if the average Revenue was fifteen dollars a customer. That's ten point five million dollars a month. Um, one hundred twenty-six million dollars a year that they're they're turning over. God knows what it costs to provide the service, but they haven't had four G. They've my information is been renegotiating their Optus contract to be on the Optus network, and including in that they announced some time ago they were going to go to four G, but they hadn't announced their plans. Now. I had a little uh, little phone call with one of the big wigs at uh, Amazim on Friday as a bit of a pre-briefing about what they were going to announce here. And I, I think I used a naughty word when he told me the pricing because I thought it was very impressive. $55 a month, $54.90, 6 gig of data, 4G speeds. $45 a month, 4 gig of data, 
30 bucks a month, 1.5 gig of data. I've got to tell you, 1.5 is pretty much what the average person needs. 45 bucks a month, 4 gig of data. Oh, God, that's appealing. I'm, I'm thinking of switching. I'm thinking of switching. That's, you know, that's a lot of data. So they've done very well. And what they did too, and this is a bit of a techie thing, but they've removed the megabyte billing and turned it into kilobyte billing. So what used to happen was if you sent an email and it was two kilobytes, which is tiny, they would charge you for a megabyte, which is a thousand kilobytes. So you couldn't but rack up a big data allowance usage because they were charging every little thing as a really, really big thing. So if in one session you used, you know, 1.1 megabytes, they charge you for two. So actually you're getting more data than you were before. So not comparing telcos to telcos, but Amazim customers who were using four gig before will probably only need three now. It'll make a big difference to your billing. So you're actually paying more per megabyte, but you're getting a better way of being billed for it. So it's it's a bit of give and take, which is, I think, beneficial to the user. I, I do love, and I put this on their website, on my website. Uh, they, they've used Stephen Brad, Bradbury as a example in one of their little online ads, which is cool. Um, but yeah, their, their plans look excellent. Uh, if you are not with one of the big three, then they, these guys are one of the best ones you have to think about. And if you are with one of the big three, honestly, you have to ask yourself why. What are you paying for? What value are you getting over and above what someone like a Mason can offer? I say this time and time again, you can change. And you know what I'll do? Um, I don't have any overseas trips because the rain, main reason I'm with Vodafone is their overseas roaming is brilliant. Um, I'm going to switch to a Mason in the next two weeks. I'll switch to a Mason and I will document exactly how many minutes it took to have my new plan working. I'll go to a Caltech server, I'll buy a SIM card and I'll activate it online, transfer my number, keep my number and I'll be running on a new network and, and I'll see how it pans out. I'll see my usages as well. And, uh, I just encourage you to think about doing the same. You could change carrier every month. It really is that easy. So have a think about it. Check out those new plans from Amazing. They're on the website, eftm.com.au. Also on the website, outside of all the beautiful watches and things that Jeff Quattromoni, we even had Sonny Dixon, um, who was the infamous Apple leaker. He used to leak all of the early iPhone and iPad designs. He has written a little story on EFTM about his favourite watches from a huge watch show. Um, so welcome, Sonny, to um, to the team. Not really part of the team. He just wanted to write, write something. I said, I don't care. Go for your life. Foxtel uh, have announced and released their new IQ3 box. They announced this so long ago, it feels old already. But let me tell you, it's beautiful. It's honestly it is a huge leap forward. It's it's past the present into the future. It has great presentation, the user interface, the graphics, the home screen, the navigation, the EPG. Even when you're scrolling through the channels, it's better, just so much better. And then the features. So eight tuners on the thing. So you can record three programs and watch another one. You've got enough space there to record 350 hours of SD content, 170 of HD. And there's a couple of new features. Um, you can look back in the EPG. You could do that on the current one with, with the upgrade. But the real key one, is, key, key features are 
they're suggesting content to you. And they're not just suggesting channel content, they're suggesting online content and future content. So they're, they're kind of personalizing your homepage. And as they said, no two Australians will see the same page because it's literally personalized for you and what you watch. So it knows what you watch. It's like we talked earlier about tracking. It knows everything you're watching. So it can recommend things to you. But the big feature is start over. So you get home, 8.43, you've missed the first 10 minutes of Gogglebox. No problems. No problems at all. Just press start over, press play. And it will play the program from the start. So you don't miss it. And you end up actually watching the IP version, the online version of the show. Lower quality, I'll admit, but better than missing the show. Because you don't remember, you don't even think about taping everything, do you? Even if you start watching a show and go, oh, this looks good. And then, oh, but I missed the start. You could just go back. Very cool feature. It's available now uh, to Foxtel customers. $125 for the upgrade, $25 for the installation pack. I don't know what that is, but about $150 to upgrade, essentially. You can do it yourself. Just swap the boxes out, I think, is that easy. Um, my my summary on, on the website was this: the, the question, should you get one? If you're a Foxtel customer, bloody oath. It's as simple as that. It's brilliant. It really is. It's a huge leap forward. And if you're a Foxtel customer, you have to consider it. If you're not a Foxtel customer, I don't think it's going to bring you onto the platform. And if you're a wavering Foxtel customer, I don't think it's going to keep you specifically. But hey... It's a good, good thing. It's a good platform. They'll do very well. It's a very big mix of live and on-demand. I think that's where they'll do very, very well. So uh, check it out on the website, eftm.com.au. Talking technology without the jargon. Your, Your Tech, tech Life with Trevor Long. A couple other things before I go. My voice isn't great, so I, I will wrap it in a second. Um, races Among Us. Now, if you love your car racing uh, computer games, the PlayStation GT Academy is coming back to Australia. This is the Nissan innovation that uh, basically has you using your PlayStation 3 running uh, Gran Turismo 6 and you actually compete on the leaderboard to become one of the best in Australia. The best in Australia get flown uh, to Melbourne to go to the Nissan headquarters and, and, and Nissan racing headquarters and play the PlayStations in, in the flesh and actually do some racing. And the best of them goes away probably to Silverstone again and gets to try to become the best in the world and actually become a racing car driver. I kid you not. It's happened. Uh, there is plenty of them out there already. In fact, a couple of them won Bathurst this year in the 12-hour. So Michael Caruso will race his Ultima, uh, the V8 Supercar round in Simmons Plain this weekend in GT Academy livery. Uh, and if you are into it, later this year, you'll see more announcements about how to race in the 2015 GT Academy right here in Australia. And the last one, just because I absolutely love this thing, um, the power board is dead. It's been replaced by the power cube. And the power cube is super simple. It's a Rubik's Cube style uh, device. has a cord coming out one of the sides, and then it has five uh, power points. So you're basically doing... Uh, you're extending the, the power. You're getting five power points for the price of one. <laughs> and the best thing is it doesn't take up space. So you can plug in those big, huge plugs and they all fit around the side, not side by side because they're not running into each other. And you can actually choose one of them and only have four plugs and get two USB ports. 
own this at Cracker Products. It's available at Officeworks. It's about 30 bucks, and I've written about it as well at the website, uh, eftm.com.au. It's called The Power Cube. I encourage you to have a little look. Right, I need to have a little chat. I've noticed that some of you are not fans, as we used to say, but have not liked EFTM on Facebook. Well, this is at your own peril. Facebook.com forward slash EFTM online. Click like. And you know what I've done? Over the last three weeks, I've given away a bunch of stuff. I've given away Huawei um, wristband, the talk band with the Bluetooth headset and the, and the fitness tracker. I've given away um, uh, Jabra Pulse headphones. Given away a lot of stuff, and I love giving stuff away. And if the companies don't want it back, I'll give it away because uh, I don't want to break it to you. But most of this stuff, I have no need for. Um, so if you haven't liked EFTM on Facebook, please do. Um, I... I appreciate it when you do. It means a lot to me. Uh, and we've done very well. I'm, I'm Really, the growth is, is enormous. It's going very well for us, and uh, we need your support, and we appreciate your support. So jump on the website, go to facebook.com forward slash EFTM online, and uh, more importantly, get in touch. Say good day anytime you like. If you've got a question about technology, problem with technology, just get in touch. Go to the website, eftm.com.au, or call 1-800-157-157. Thank you for listening. Ooh, I've nearly lost my voice there right at the end. Thank you for listening. Thank you for downloading. Talk to you next week on Your Tech Life.